Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Who won on Wednesday night? Who's getting a tryout with WWE? And who is getting Swifty in AEW? For Friday, October the 25th, 2019, this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. Hey, hey, Chris. I, I know you, you purchased your tickets and that's all fine and good, but this isn't like the other wrestling company we came from. This isn't an invisible wall right here. I could easily step through. And I could easily come up there and we can fight right here and right now. Week four of the Wednesday Night War goes to All Elite Wrestling. Four straight weeks for All Elite over NXT. It was a tough one this week because both shows were up against some stiff sporting competition from the World Series and the NBA. Despite that, both figures actually held pretty well. This is the first time that All Elite Wrestling has dipped under a million. We did kind of predict last week that we'd now see AEW drop under a million and uh, and that's what happened. Not, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way at all. The figures, both shows posted, were still very, very strong in the grand scheme of things. So AEW averaged 963,000 viewers on Wednesday night, just down 5%. NXT T on USA uh, dropped uh, by 2% to 698,000 viewers. Uh, there's a the small drop from last week. We are seeing these figures, as we said on the podcast last week, start to sort of plateau now. Um, just to break these down a little bit further, Dynamite uh, was um, up in their key demo, 18 to 49, which is very strong. They finished fourth place on the night across all of cable television as well, which is a great result. Uh, meanwhile, for NXT, uh, finishing 21st overall, uh, but uh, the rating was up in their target demographic of 18 to 49. So there are some wins to have from these results. I think the fact that they were up against against such big sporting competition, the World Series and the NBA, yet they still sort of danced around like the top end of uh, of their numbers was excellent. You know, the fact that AEW is only just 
under a million. In fact, AEW started at over a million. Uh, that tag team match that kicked off the show very much brought in a strong audience that, whilst they didn't stick around for the entire show, started things off on the right path for AEW. Uh, whether they'll go back over a million next week, we will find out uh, once there's no competition from the World Series and the NBA. Who knows? They may go back up that way. I personally think... And it's only my opinion, so, you know, take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, I think this will be where AEW sits now. I think we might maybe see a slight increase with WWE, maybe to push NXT just over 700,000, and, and they'll be keen to finally stop the stop the rot, as it were, and put themselves over AEW. And that uh, may come in time. We will see. But still, strong figures for both companies considering good competition. So earlier on this week, Seth Rollins uh, challenged Kenny Omega to a match at WrestleMania when, quote, he is done with the minor leagues. This comment gave Jim Ross the red ass to quote the Grilling with JR podcast, where this statement comes from. Conrad Thompson asked JR about the comments made by Seth Rollins, and uh, JR was quite disappointed, actually. He says that, you know, we're all playing the same game and there, there shouldn't be need to make anybody look or feel smaller. Uh, JR says, sometimes I believe it's internal. Sometimes uh, what they're driven to say, what they feel obligated to say, they say things that they think will gain favor of their bosses. I don't know. Uh, he went on to praise Rollins and then give a little elbow in the ribs. He says, Rollins is in a great spot. He's blessed. Maybe someday he'll be as over as his girlfriend. I don't know. But nonetheless, I've always liked his work. He's a solid guy, but saying things like that makes him look bad. And for that, I feel bad for him. I just do. A lot of people have jumped on this comment where uh, JR says maybe he'll be as over as his girlfriend. And uh, the context of that, uh, some people have said as deemed as sexist, saying that JR was, was was saying, oh, Seth Rollins is... It was almost like, it was almost like JR went out to emasculate Seth Rollins with a comment. I don't know whether that was JR's modus operandi, but he does make a valid point. Seth Rollins' girlfriend is incredibly over. Becky Lynch is one of the biggest stars in wrestling. I believe if Seth Rollins had a boyfriend, he may have said the same thing. One day you will be as over as your boyfriend. That's my, that's my opinion. It's open to interpretation, that one, I do believe. So Jake Hager missed uh, TV this week for AEW because he was in Connecticut. Oh... Meeting at Titan Towers. No, 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 don't be stupid. Uh, it's fight week uh, in Bellator. He's getting ready for his fight with Anthony Garrett tonight. Uh, he's under a lot of pressure tonight because Chris Jericho's been hyping up Jake Hager as this undefeated MMA star. And uh, tonight he puts that undefeated streak on very much on the line. Uh, whether it, I doubt it won't affect his job, obviously, but it would. I think, do you know what? The wonder, the wonder that is wrestling is that even if Jake Hager loses tonight, there is still some mileage you can get from that next week. You can you can rip Hager to pieces if he loses. The crowd will have some fun with that and you can do some fun stuff with him. If he remains undefeated, brilliant. That continues to enhance uh, this, this hired muscle, this badass new Jake Hager. Completely so. Uh, incidentally, uh, apparently uh, AEW's Santana, Ortiz and Sammy Guevara are going to be ringside at Bellator tonight when Jake Hager steps into the ring. Uh, Jericho sadly won't be there, but the rest of the inner circle will be. Uh, that was reported by ESPN. So if you're watching Bellator 231 tonight, look out for the inner circle at ring.
ringside. British wrestling star Grado is in conversation with the AEW champion Chris Jericho on the premiere episode of Wrestling Daft today. In the podcast, Chris Jericho has some opinions on the war between AEW and NXT. We're not at war with NXT because, the, and this is going to make people mad, but this is not being an asshole. NXT is still the minor league. No matter how you, those guys are still basically unknown performers. Um, it's not a competition to us. And I knew we would win because we have more star power than, than, than NXT does. I mean, when you look at the, at the end of our first week of TV, who was out there at the end? Chris Jericho. Well, we know him. Uh, Dustin Rose. Well, we know him. John Moxley. Well, we know him. He used to be another name, but we know who that is. Jim Ross is commentating. I know that guy. Uh, Tony Schiavone's commentating. I know that guy. There's all people that have done WrestleManias out there the very first night of our TV. And on and NXT, they have guys that I've never heard of. And this is not cutting them down. They're all great performers. But to a mainstream fan, they don't know who Kyle O'Reilly is or Johnny Gargano or uh, Ciampa yeah. or uh, Velveteen Dream. They just don't. So to me, we're not in competition with NXT. Our competition is Raw, is SmackDown, is Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and, and all those guys. So that's the way I look at it. I think it was a little bit of a stroke of genius for Vince to put NXT on against us because it took the focus off the main show in AEW and it put it on the minor league in AEW. So there's no war with that. And you can put anybody you want on against NXT on a Wednesday night. You can put, you know, a Super Bowl game or or the, the World Cup final or, you know, resurrect the Beatles and do a reunion. It doesn't matter. We can't control that all we yeah. can control on a wednesday night is our show and our product and make sure it's the best it can possibly be hear everything else that chris jericho has to say about the world of professional wrestling on the premiere episode of wrestling daft a little bit later on today some good news from the wrestling observer regarding everybody's favorite wrestling dinosaur luchasaurus the injury that he sustained that had kept him off tv the other week wasn't as bad as we feared it looks like he has a strained hamstring not a full tear of a hamstring now a torn hamstring uh, would have put him out for the rest of the year and then deep into next year as well but it's a strain so it's just r and r rest your foot uh, for up to a month they reckon and then he'll be back to full force which is excellent news uh, for Luchasaurus Uh, there was an injury that he suffered literally hours before AEW Dynamite went on air and that was why the decision was made to put Marco Stunt in that match to team with Jungle Boy Marco Stunt got a lot of grief online from people saying that uh, he's not a believable performer and and as as I said on Twitter and in other places Marco Stunt is is an unbelievable performer He's, he's teaming up with a dinosaur. So Tony Khan was really hands-on with AEW Dynamite this week. It turns out the reason Kenny Omega and Joey Janela was added to the show was Tony Khan saw the reaction that that match got on AEW Dark and insisted that it be added. Even though it was late in the in the planning process, he insisted that it be added to the main show for tonight. And it was a great call because they once again had an absolute blinder. There's a lot of talk on whether NXT is going to leave Full Sail University next year. It's up against AEW right now, and it's not doing particularly well in competition with AEW. And a lot of people attribute that to the fact that NXT looks smaller. Well, because it is. It's in a smaller venue. That's that's not a dig. That's just a fact. So the, the talk was that they would be leaving Full Sail uh, coming into next year. And uh, from the Wrestling Observer newsletter yesterday, uh, with regards to that, it's, uh, it's a yes and a no. Uh, WWE aren't keen to leave completely. 
Uh, there is talk they will continue to use Full Sail, but just not every single week. The idea is some shows will be live at Full Sail and some will be in arenas outside of Florida. Uh, it is the most cost-effective location, Full Sail, um, and the look as well really works for NXT. Uh, that's The look of it, however, in terms of the size, a lot of people are attributing to the decline in ratings. As I said, it just maybe looks like a smaller deal, so people are less invested in it. Are WWE leaving full sale? Um, not quite. They're not moving out. Um, but they are. They're, they're keeping. They're, they're keeping all their stuff in the apartment. But they'll. They. They may work elsewhere a couple of months a year. The Randy Orton Revival faction is done thanks to the WWE draft. Pour one out for Dawson, Wilder and Orton. FTRKO, which makes no sense at all as a name. Uh, on a tweet uh, last night, Dawson paid tribute to their gang saying, should have been said that he'll see Orton down the road. Wilder chimed in and said, what will be eventually. So once again, Dawson, Wilder and Orton are turning those gears about moving across to AEW. Orton's contract expires next year. We understand Dawson and Wilder's contract has been extended to next year as well. I don't think they'll go, but they're happy to play silly buggers and we're happy to report it. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, former Lucha Underground star Ivelisse Velez has reported for a tryout at the WWE. Ivelisse uh, was in WWE uh, a while back. She was part of the Tough Enough season with Steve Austin in. Uh, and uh, her time there was a bit peculiar uh, because... She was sort of discouraged from wrestling the way that she did. She was told by Steve Austin and the guys there that she wrestled too much like a guy and she should wrestle more like a diva. Now, obviously, the world has changed a lot since Ivelisse did Tough Enough. And uh, obviously, opinions have changed and feeling has changed and styles have changed. So Ivelisse, uh, once again, getting another run uh, as a tryout in WWE. She's been all over the place, actually. She was uh, part of NXT. She was part of AEW, TNA, and of course she was really making waves in Lucha Underground. I think Ivelisse would be a really welcome addition to the roster in WWE. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson are going to be part of AEW next week in Charleston, West Virginia. They are going to coronate the first ever AEW World Tag Team Champions, whether they be SoCal Uncensored or the Lucha Brothers. They're going to be on hand to present the belt. I like this. I like the, the little the touch of, of historical significance to have Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson be the ones that present the belts. They've had a bit of a, a resurgence as of late, which has been really exciting to see. Look out for them on a future episode of NWA Power. And CM Punk was chatting to Matt Singer, the film critic. He's apparently planning on writing a movie about pro wrestling based on his time in the ring. Uh, he's citing slap shots as an inspiration. This is the ice hockey movie about the minor league hockey coach from the 70s. And he says he wants to do that, but with a failing wrestling company. Genuinely, I'm down with that. Wrestling films can always be a bit hit and miss. I mean, hits in terms of fighting with my family, miss, ready to rumble. So somewhere in the middle will be absolutely fine. All you guys can stand in the back of the line. Oh, yeah. Look at you. I thought this was a commercial. What's right, going right, on? Right, I mean, right, don't, don't worry about it. Let's just, just see where this goes. Oh, that must be where he lives. Cheap salami. That's what Chris Jericho gets. He's making himself a sandwich now. What else we got? Oh, 
a little bit of the bubbly. Seems like TV from other dimensions has a somewhat looser feel to it. Yeah, it's got an almost improvisational tone. And finally, wubba lubba dub dub. Not my words, the words of Rick and Morty when they found out they've been offered a job with All Elite Wrestling. AEW are collaborating with Rick and Morty. Uh, They put out a tweet yesterday uh, saying, fans attending this Wednesday in Charleston for the Halloween AEW will receive Rick and Morty masks. Standard. We're also going to get some kind of collaboration between AEW and Rick and Morty, obviously, because Turner owns Adult Swim, which airs Rick and Morty. Uh, I, I really want, I'm really hoping to see like a little, a, like, a, like a little skit on the big screen with Rick and Morty just talking about wrestling. I'd like that. I thought WWE would do that on uh, the Friday Night Smackdown on Fox when they were doing the draft. I was hoping that we'd see Peter Griffin drafting somebody to the show. Didn't get that. AEW, give me what I want. Cartoon characters interacting with wrestlers. Make it happen. That'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast. What a treat for you on the YouTube channel over the weekend. Adam Pacitti's Hell in a Smell Punishment goes down live on Saturday and Sunday. He will be locked with some of the worst smelling items known to man and you can make his life miserable. Oh, yes. That's on our Cultaholic YouTube channel over the weekend. I will speak to you tomorrow. I will speak to you Monday. I will speak to you Monday. Don't forget to join us. I love you. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.